to the Mastering Risk Management podcast, the show where we explore the ins and outs of risk management. So I'm Anthony Wilson, your host, and today we're going to talk about a very important topic, and that is the role of risk management in corporate governance. So sounds like a mouthful, but very important for all organisations. So before we get too far into the topic, let's start by understanding some of the basics. What is corporate governance and why is it essential for business? So basically speaking, corporate governance is the system of rules, practices and processes that a company uses uh, to direct and control its activities. It's balancing all of those uh, stakeholder interests. So you can be talking about shareholders, you talk about the employees, the customers, suppliers to the organisation, people that provide financing, uh, government and regulators, um, and the community more broadly. So it's all about balancing all of those needs. So as you can imagine, that's quite a challenge. So corporate governance is really important. And it, its goal is to make sure that there is accountability uh, transparency and fairness uh, by the company. So uh, really important that uh, any of those stakeholders can see those three elements, the, the accountability, transparency and fairness, uh, very clearly in this organisation. Um, now, a broad umbrella um, component of corporate governance is, of course, risk management. So uh, obviously risk management critical component across the organisation and certainly no different when you're thinking about the corporate governance lens as well. So as we know, risk management is where we identify, assess and mitigate risks that could impact impact the company's ability to achieve its objectives. And in the case of opportunity risks, we look at how we can actually promote those or um, cause those to happen or, or, you know, increase the likelihood of those happening. So we're trying to um, incur a good risk, an opportunity risk. So we systemically systemically um, analyse potential threats and opportunities and then we take whatever measures uh, are required to minimise the adverse effects or capitalise on the opportunities or the, or the upside risk. So naturally there is some interplay, I guess, between risk and corporate governance. They, they, they need to work well together and certain parts of them obviously intersect. So effective governance makes sure that the company's risk management practices align with its strategic objectives and comply with all of the regulations that the organisation is subject to. So it establishes the framework for decision-making uh, and accountability related to risk. So that's a really important component of it. So uh, what we're talking about in essence is that corporate governance provides structure um, and the oversight necessary for risk management to really thrive and, and succeed within an organisation. Uh, that's the, the key role that corporate governance plays to, to help risk management uh, be embedded, I guess, in the organisation. So the benefits of risk management, well, there's several benefits. Uh, first and foremost, it protects the company's reputation, so uh, the company avoids uh, scandals, it reduces or mitigates risks and avoids any of those costly uh, ramifications like uh, legal action or, you know, um, the financial penalties associated with a, a, a risk. It also highlights that an organisation takes advantage of opportunities, so uh, if organisations can realise opportunities, 
uh, they get the financial benefits of that and the company is recognised for its ability to take smart risks, which what uh, is what risk management should do. So there are um, some very good upsides to uh, risk management other, other than just the reputational thing. It's also about enhancing uh, decision-making. So once you've done uh, and embedded a good risk management program, the leaders of the organisation get a good understanding of what the potential risk might be. They can then make some informed choices. They can think about, well, which risks are the priority. Uh, they do have a limitation on resources, so every organisation struggles and, and has a scarce uh, a, a amount of resources to utilise. So they can think about how to allocate those resources wisely and on the highest priority risk. So those uh, bigger threats that, that threaten to derail the organisation and threaten the objectives, but also the biggest opportunities, the ones that are going to get the best return for the organisation. Um, so risk management then leads to better resource allocation and if you're allocating your resources better, then you get better financial performance. So that's obviously another uh, side benefit of that as well. Um, so we should think about some practical aspects uh, in corporate risk management. So, uh, you know, as I said, the key steps are that risk identification, assessment, the mitigation and ongoing monitoring. Those are a given for risk management. Um, so... You know, this is about identifying potential risks, what might happen if they occur, um, how likely are they to occur, and then what are we going to do about mitigating those risks? So what preventative actions are we going to take to reduce the likelihood of it occurring? And also, what mitigating steps um, and controls can we put in place that, should the risk occur, are able to respond and reduce the impact of that risk? Now, the uh, overlay to all of that is that we monitor, right? We continually monitor uh, the operating environment and the context of the risk to see if anything's changed because, as you know, nothing is static and risk change, the operating environment changes, um, you know, uh, everything's in a state of flux. So uh, you cannot set your strategies and just leave them um, idle. You need, to, you need to monitor. So... That essential monitoring could be, you know, something as simple as using uh, some risk management software. Um, Excel is a very popular one across organisations, but nowadays there are uh, much more suitable uh, risk management software tools available. There's also data analytics tools that can help you uh, look at risk indicators in real time and highlight very early if there's a deviation from expected performance. So this means that you can look for these emerging risks and take some proactive responses um, rather than sort of being uh, surprised by a, uh, an unexpected outcome. Uh, talking about being proactive, there's also your compliance and regulation um, components or your obligations that you have to uh, live up to, not just from a risk management perspective, but from a corporate governance perspective. So, you know, these are fundamental requirements uh, of any organisation is being compliant and uh, meeting all the regulatory requirements. So both risk management and corporate governance provide that framework to help make sure the organisation does comply uh, and doesn't get uh, legal uh, ramifications or consequences or doesn't get reputational damage because they haven't been able to meet a fairly fundamental 
uh, requirement, which is being compliant. Um, so maybe there's some uh, other organisations uh, that have that have tripped up a little bit in terms of this space and give us an example of uh, where that governance and risk management component uh, has not necessarily uh, done what it's needed to do um, and, you know, achieved what it's needed to achieve. Now, unfortunately, you know, the world is littered with examples of those uh, at the moment um, uh, and, and have been historically. So we've seen uh, things like the Volkswagen Dieselgate scandal. Uh, we've seen uh, things like uh, here in Australia, we've seen the Banking Royal Commission and all of the stuff that came out of that. We've seen various casino uh, issues. So uh, it's not unusual for some reason for the corporate governance uh, to have failed and component of that might be that the risk management wasn't where it needed to be. So the corporate governance didn't allow risk management to do what it needed to do or risk management didn't support corporate governance um, appropriately. So having that robust risk management framework and including things like uh, a dedicated risk committee uh, within the board of directors um, is really key just to make sure that there is the appropriate oversight uh, by the board and that the committee can get satisfaction that the risk management framework and management's uh, management of risk uh, is appropriate uh, and um, timely to make sure that the organisation's not exposed uh, to uh, threat risks and is taking advantage of the opportunity risks. Uh, and in other words, it's aligned with its strategic goals. So it's important that uh, that, that occurs. So, you know, risk management and governance, it's going to continue to evolve like every area of risk and every area of governance does continue to evolve. Um, the future of risk governance uh, or risk management and corporate governance is probably around more uh, data-driven uh, uh, information. So we're going to see uh, more analysis of data. We're going to see better use of organisational data. Uh, we're now seeing... Uh, these advanced analytic techniques come to light. We're seeing artificial intelligence, machine learning um, to help be deployed to help predict and mitigate risks uh, more effectively. So these are some of the things uh, that are coming out. I think one uh, example of a risk that is challenging uh, those uh, charged with corporate governance and those charged with risk management at the moment is this whole environmental, social and governance uh, sphere called ESG, uh, which is becoming really front of mind for lots of organisations. So uh, the regulators, governments are starting to become more uh, involved and they're, they're introducing legislation, they're talking about this and expectations are getting higher and higher all the time. So we do know that investors particularly are starting to ask lots of questions about organisations and their stance on ESG. Now, this is a really big governance issue. Uh, why? Because if you get it wrong, uh, the organisation could suffer in a number of ways. So could have our financiers starting to say, well, you know, if you don't meet uh, the ESG expectations that we have of you, we're not going to invest in your organisation. Uh, so investors is a big issue. Uh, we could have customers or even employees uh, that say, well, 
you know, this organisation doesn't have a good set of values, a public set of values, um, you know, uh, that is ethical and is out there leading uh, the way in ESG, uh, you know, I don't want to shop with that organisation or I don't want to work in that organisation. So we could lose uh, those customers or employees that, that have a social conscience uh, and, and lose that valuable resource. So that's another reason to get ESG right. And I guess the last one and probably a, a very important one as well is just we could be violating um, sort of rules, regulations, legislation um, uh, around ESG, so things like in Australia, Modern Slavery Act, for instance, um, which means we could end up with huge fines and uh, not only that, the reputational damage that goes with that. So ESG... Uh, as a risk category um, is enormous, but it's also a significant challenge for those charged with governance, the directors, the board members, um, in getting their heads around the application of that particular risk to the organisation itself. Because it'll be different for every organisation depending on what sort of industry it's in and what sort of activities it performs. So, listen, I hope that's shed a little bit of light on the critical role of risk management in corporate governance. It is, um, you know, they're, they're, they're linked. They can't be separated. They they clearly belong together. You need to have good corporate governance to promote and enable um, risk management embedded in the business. Likewise, you need to have robust risk management to support good governance. And that, that in combination helps organisations protect their reputation, it helps them make better decisions, right, and it helps them thrive and, you know, not just survive but thrive in the ever-changing business landscape that that is of, uh, you know, that we're living through today. So um, hopefully that helps with this discussion around uh, risk management and the role of risk management in corporate governance. Um, Hopefully you found that useful. We'll leave it there for today's session. I hope you enjoyed that and you found the information uh, enlightening and valuable. Uh, As always, if you have questions or you want to share your thoughts, uh, feel free to reach out uh, through our website, which is abmrisk.com.au. Stay tuned to the podcast channel for more exciting topics over time and uh, for interviews with uh, leaders in the risk profession. We will continue to do that uh, as we go forward. So uh, until next time, I'm Anthony Wilson. This has been the Mastering Risk Management podcast chat. We will talk again soon. Cheers. Cheers.